Hello, welcome along. This is James Watt in Conversation Show Talk. And this half hour, let's talk to Jamie and Margaret Campbell. You're saying, well, who are they? Uh, well, Jamie and Margaret Campbell are the subjects that everyone's talking about. Jamie. So we've got the real-life Jamie and Jamie's mother on the show today. Uh, how cool is that? How you doing, guys? Uh, very fine, well, thank fine. you. Very good to get you on today. And, uh, well, for people that don't know, uh, everybody's talking about Jamie. Fant- it's a huge success, now out on tour. And the thing is, Jamie, it's all about you, isn't it? Well, yeah, a few people are talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let, so let, let's take us, because we, you know, often when we talk to, about uh, big shows going out there, we might talk to the stars of the show. Uh, but uh, where well, you're the you're the invisible star of the show because it's you that uh, that inspired this musical. Yeah, who just thought? Yeah, <laughs> from a chance conversation that me and Mum had all those years ago um, to the documentary that um, to the musical that started in Sheffield Crucible with a three week run um, that sold out just word of mouth. And then the West End, and then carried on getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then the film, and then now bringing it back to Sheffield at the start of a UK tour. It's complete madness. Okay, I bet Margaret, you can't believe this either, can you? No, it's what dreams are made of. It's still, you know, the only word we can say is surreal. It's still uh, hard to believe that it is happening. We do really have to pinch ourselves sometimes. (laughs) So let so let let's let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to the early part of uh, of you two living in uh, Bishop Auckland, northeast of England. Um, uh, I know it a little bit because I used to be on the radio around there quite a bit. And uh, and so it's it's a small town. Uh, people say not much goes on there. And I guess Jamie, you you were you you were kind of a bit you were a bit different from the average school guy, school kid, weren't you? Well, I was always a bit different. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Always stood out. Always that way. Stood out. Um, but yeah, I was different to everybody else, really. Um, but I just had this dream that I wanted to be a drag queen and I wanted to go up my prominent dress and nobody was going to stop me. Um, I, just, I didn't think all of this would come from that one act, but it just sort of shows that one simple action can have a big knock-on effect and can really change things. And how was it for you, Margaret? Because your mum, uh, looking out for your little lad, uh, hoping he's going to grow up okay. And Because uh, you knew that, uh, from early on that, uh, that uh, you know, dresses were a big part of Jamie's life. Yeah, of course. I mean, it wasn't a shock, you know. I mean, when he finally came out and said he was gay, I mean, I'd have been more surprised if he told me he was going in the army. <laughs> you know, that would have been a shock. You know, but, um, yeah, he just had to... He would have been miserable going to his prom in a suit, so it was a no-brainer that he went in a dress. And, obviously, I worried about his safety, and he came up with the idea of, if he had a film crew follow him, he was less likely to be attacked, which made me feel a bit more comfortable, because, obviously, you know, the sort of nine years ago, it wasn't as accepted as it is now. Yeah. Um, I was concerned, but um, not as much once we had the film crew there because I knew the likelihood of him getting attacked were less. 
So, because so, you, so you, 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 so how did you get? How did you get a film crew uh, to come along? And start? Who, who, did, who did you must have known someone to persuade uh, the BBC or whatever it was to uh, to come along and film a bit? Well, I googled how to get a documentary made, and I found a web page that said um, write a pitch of how you see it and send it off to different production companies who've made similar things. So that's what I did. I sent it off to quite a few maybe 20 different production companies. Um, one got back, and, but then they decided they didn't want it. Um, so we thought that was that. And then randomly Firecracker Films got it, and they interviewed me and were like, oh, okay, there's something here. And then sent up Jenny and Laura um, and made a little taste tape and then pitched it to the BBC. And then, yeah, they took it. <laughs> <laughs> and and the rest is it, the rest is because you must you must have been quite organised though Jamie because you know I don't know because you know, I'm too old to have ever gone to a, a school prom but uh, I guess I'd have thought about it about three days before uh, you were obviously thinking mm. about this quite a long time before the event. Well, it was I knew I wanted to do drag and I wanted to come out and tell everybody because there wasn't all the drag queens and stuff that I knew of were like. You know, the old blokes behind the DJ box in the gay bars. Like, there was no, like, younger people, really, that I knew of that were doing it. So I wanted to come out and tell everybody. Um, but obviously, I wanted to do it at the most spectacular occasion I could think of. And at 16, that was prom. Everybody's talking about Jamie currently on UK tour. And we've got the real-life Jamie and Jamie's mum with us today here at Show Talk. Uh, talking about, uh, well, the prom... Where it all started happens. Tell me about the prom, Jamie. Oh, um, yeah, it was such an amazing experience because I didn't expect that reaction at all. Like, I was told if I turned up in drag, I wouldn't get in. Um, and I thought about just being, just chucking the towel in and going in a suit. Um, but then I thought, no, you know what? I'm going to do this. Whether I get in or not, I'm just going to show my face. And that was that. So that was the plan. I was just going to turn up, show my face, not get in, leave. And I didn't expect the reaction from all of the people in my year to come out and say, if you're not letting Jamie in, we're not going in. So that really <laughs> took me aback because it made me think that maybe I was thinking less of them, really. So expecting them to have that opinion. Yeah. But I think people just saw that it was brave, really. <laughs> I don't necessarily think it was brave at the time. I think I just had no idea what I was out doing. I was just determined. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know people thought he maybe was railroading the, the prom, but he wasn't. He was. He just wanted to go, as like everybody else did, and enjoy it for what it was. And yes, he was in the spotlight for five minutes, but he went in and had a fantastic night with the rest of the kids. And the acceptance of everybody there absolutely made his night. And it was what, the first time in his life that he's truly both accepted. And what was, it, was it like? Amazing. What was it like for you, Margaret? How 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 were you proud, worried, all all of the above? Well, I went down um, to the castle and saw the pictures being took with everybody, and cried my eyes out, and then went home because I didn't want to go to the prom and see him turned away because I would have been broken hearted. So I went home, and a friend of mine phoned and said. Um, He'd been allowed in. So I went out into the back street and all my friends were out there and I just couldn't speak. I just like waved and put my thumbs up and, and said that he'd got in. So it was all celebrations that Jamie had been allowed. So it was 
it was fabulous. I think I cried for an hour. <laughs> hey, Jamie, tell me about the dress, because uh, I understand getting the dress uh, wasn't the easiest thing to start, because you weren't allowed to try dresses on uh, in Bishop Auckland. <laughs> No, we tried. On Newcastle, anywhere. Castle, we tried most prom shops in the Northeast, and they were. There was only the one vintage shop in Newcastle that allowed us to try dresses on because they said boys don't wear dresses. So <laughs> we ended up getting it from China in the end <laughs> for me. But... Wow. Well, and 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 from that, this has turned up. Everyone's talking about Jamie. Uh, the hit musical uh, uh, now out on tour after a huge uh, a successful run. Uh, well, started off in Sheffield a, a couple of years ago. Uh, would would you ever like to have starred in your own show, Jamie? The story about yourself. Well, I can't sing, so it would be a completely different story if it was me actually up on stage. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing having gone to prom in the dress and done it, and and quite another thing performing it in shows a week. Like singing, dancing, acting, all in a pair of heels, and like <laughs> the Jamie doesn't work. Like is off stage only when he's costume changing quickly. So like it's a very, very hard demanding role, and I would never be able to do that. And I don't know whether maybe in the future maybe one of the smaller roles, like maybe a young local or something, maybe possibly in the future. But even that, like, requires a lot. <laughs> what about you, Margaret? Maybe you, could, maybe you could have got in there. Oh, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> James Watt in conversation. Want to contact the show? Love to hear from you. Uh, just do it. Uh, hello at jameswatuk.com. Uh, jameswatuk.com is a website that kind of works as well. Uh, let's go back to uh, uh, Jamie and Margaret, the Campbells, uh, who are the subject of the Because this show started as a kind of small-time thing. So so how did the theatre show come come to life did did the guys that wrote it just come to you and say hey we've written one about you do you want to come on the first night or were, were you more involved in that well we it was maybe a year after the documentary came out um i got an email from the documentary production company saying all oh, these people want to make a musical about you is that okay and of course i was like yes yes go ahead do whatever but we just thought it was going to be like a community centre type production or something. We didn't imagine it would be like this. Um, but no, Johnny went away, who's the director, and met Dan Gillespie Self from The Feeling, who did the music, and Tom McCray, who did the script. And they sort of just worked on it in the background for years. But like in that time, I'd moved to London. I just was getting on with my life, and like normally working a little normal job. And then had no idea all of this was going on. I thought it had been scrapped, but obviously these things take a long time to get made. So it was just before it came out, I was brought in to hear some of the tracks and a little bit about it. Um, but I chose not to read the full script um, before the show, because I wanted to keep it all a surprise. But yeah. that first night in Sheffield, I'll never, ever, ever forget. It was so magical. What were you wearing that night? I was wearing this um, petrol blue gown. I was in drag. Um, yeah, it was like a little princessy number 
<laughs> what were you wearing, Margaret? And I was in a little black dress. A little black dress. A little black dress. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Is that I, mean, I obviously can't. I can't upstage the star, can I? No, absolutely not. I said. <laughs> determined to get her in a big sequin ball gown <laughs> <laughs> well that's, that's absolutely you better do that so you were there on night one and and i guess night one nobody knew if anyone would like this you know you obviously you would because you're the star of the you know you're, what it's all about but there were it was a small theater and it was i guess it was then packed out the first night and you didn't know if it was going to pack out for the rest of the week and the rest of the three weeks well, that was it. Like, nobody knew what was going to happen with it. There was very minimal. I don't even think there was any advertising, really, apart no. from just... Like, in-house, in-house, really, in-house wasn't it? Stuff, yeah. But it all just sold out word of mouth. Um, and after, really yeah, after it went on and um, it's finished, everybody just leapt to their feet and it was a stand innovation and there was no on-call, there was nothing because they didn't obviously prepare for it. <laughs> Because they didn't know how it was going to go. And then it was like, oh, goodness, what do we do now? Um, yeah. And how did, how, did, how, did, how did both you feel? How did both you feel at the end of the night? I bet you couldn't believe it. Unbelievable. Uh, rung, rung out, to be fair, because obviously it's not a direct telling of our story, but there is quite a lot of it in there. Um, so it was like watching our life on Rewind, um, which you don't get to do. So by the end of it, even though we just sat in the seat and watched it, we would we were wrung out with emotions, um, and then we went on stage, and we just cried. And it was a bit surreal for me because I always have Jamie in the room, or I have Fifi. Yeah. So I had John on one side who looked very much like Jamie, and I had Fifi on the other side. <laughs> so it was a bit like, what's going on here? I'm in a parallel universe. <laughs> and then they just left us on stage, didn't they? Um, yeah, just cried our eyes cried out. Cried our eyes out. It was a bit... For what it felt like forever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it like for you, Jamie? Uh, in a, I know they've got a different accent, and it's all based on the theatre show. It's it's a Sheffield-based thing, and you're, you're North-East, as we know. Um, how how was it sort of standing next to yourself? Yes, very, very strange. <laughs> very strange. It was so weird. And even now, like with everybody who comes in to play Jamie and Margaret, when I look on the stage, I see me and Mum. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, because like a lot of what happens in it did happen to us and like even the stuff that's been made up um, speaks to me even though the writers didn't know at the yeah. time um, I think that's because of the universal appeal that it's got like so many people can look and take from the story because it's happened to them as well Yeah. Um, so it's very very weird and of course, then it went on to the West End, and I bet that, uh, a repeat of before, I guess, when the West End comes. Is it? Yeah, it's just being um, West Endified, a bit glossier, a bit more money spent on it. <laughs> who, who, hey, Margaret, you can tell me this: who's who's better looking, uh, the real Jamie Campbell or the one that uh, is on the stage? all amazing but obviously i think my voice the best <laughs> obviously we're all very good looking boys <laughs> and what and what and what's day-to-day what's day-to-day life for you jamie uh because you know you've got a bit to do with this show but it's it's you know you're not involved in it day-to-day so what uh what's what's your day job now then day, jamie I literally, I don't have a set nine to five like i don't go into the office and do all that but like i just have different 
projects I never really know what's happening week to week really um I've just come off doing Panto, an adult Panto tour, which was all around the UK as well. Um, so that, you know, so like different performing jobs. Um, I do do my drag still, um, and like working on my fashion brand. And yeah, I do talks and stuff with um, different schools. Um, you know, just sharing the story in further and hopefully helping more people. So yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and you're still, you're still, I presume, Margaret, you're still in Bishop Auckland, um, you know, flying the flag for that. I am, yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I work for the theatre and do other jobs, um, and of course I'm a Samaritan, so I fit that in, and, um, you know, so there's lots of things for me, but on the whole, my life hasn't really changed. It goes in and out of the spotlight, but then I'm back to uh, normal, if you can call my life normal. Yeah. Because um, it certainly has never really been. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to be grounded at home and um, have stability. Well, uh, it, it, what a, what an amazing story, and who knows uh, where where it's going to go to uh, next for for you two. Jamie and Margaret Campbell there in conversation with me uh, from uh, The Inspiration. Everybody's talking about Jamie and also touring the country as a stage show, of course. This is James Watt uh, at James Watt in Conversation. Want to contact the show? Please do. Uh, Just go to hello at James Watt UK, uh, James Watt UK on Twitter and Instagram. Kind of works as well.